0: And at the end of the day, when you leave it up to, like, a spike with one second to go, it it has to be on you. It cannot be on the refs. Also, really good point. Oh, sorry. Go ahead.
1: No, I'm just saying, it it made me think of, like, that's some retro bullshit.
0: What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Triple Threat on the Hill. Boys, how we doing? Tired.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> again, so again.
0: It's a running theme here
1: uh you sell your soul for preparation in the morning you lose it at night my man
2: <laughs> we're big sad we're big sad yeah. yeah
1: both our teams
0: got obliterated by uh by 20 plus multiple uh,
3: scores.
0: <laughs> multiple scores yeah quite embarrassing we're gonna have a little fun we're gonna try to have fun with that today you're gonna you're gonna see a lot of uh Fun little jokes um, to, to try to lighten the mood a little bit after those disappointing losses. But yeah. uh, before we start, I will say, if you haven't listened to the last episode, I highly recommend. Great quality episode and, and even better news. I think we got what it takes to even make a better one this time. What do you guys think?
1: Oh, man, for sure, bro. <laughs> that
0: to be a, got a really, really fun, really fun NBA segment to get through towards the end. or start with NFL because they're in the playoffs. Wildcard weekend. The wild, wild wild card weekend came and went, and uh it's pretty boring. <laughs> Not gonna lie, <laughs> there was
1: there was nothing to to watch and eat popcorn with, man. <laughs> nothing. Right.
3: There was I no mean, joy. No joy. <laughs> <laughs> no
1: joy.
0: Uh, all bloods. Well, we're gonna get to that, but we're gonna do our normal. So surprise, hot take, yep. and we shall discuss all the games related to wild card weekend. So who wants to start with? A cell. Calvin raising his hand. He's ready to go. I'm
1: so ready. All right, look. My cell. It's the cowboy, baby. Hey!
3: Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: Just <laughs> so kidding. Like there that. was joy. There was joy this week. Yes,
1: exactly. That's awesome. some joy. <laughs> a little bit of joy. A little bit of joy. You know, America's team, you know. Oh, wait, yo. Am I, am I cursing in this one? Yeah, you yeah, do whatever you Fuck want. Fuck the Cowboys, they <laughs> suck. Oh, <good. laughs> so now look, basically the Cowboys they had all the momentum going into the playoffs, right? You know, you know they were um one of the top seeds in NFC, and you know they just beat the brakes off, you know, the arch nemesis, their rivals, their sworn haters, the Philadelphia Eagles. They beat them, you know, fifty-one twenty-six. That's a pretty big. That's a pretty big score, right? And, <laughs> and. You know, that's when the Cowboys were playing against, you know, an Eagles squad that was virtually a practice squad, resting their key guys. That's a game where, you know, Dallas kept their starters well into the fourth quarter to get, you know, maximum offensive juice and connectivity, right? They had to carry that into next week. That's what they needed. Uh, This was a game where the Philadelphia Eagles still ran for 149 rushing yards. Huh. Interesting. That won't bode. That won't. That's nothing, right? San Francisco can't. You know, they're they're a good running team, but they won't do that, right? No, bro. No, no. The the Niners, they came into the playoffs by by the skin of their balls, beating the Rams <laughs> with that beautiful interception of of Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford, thank you, because you have led to the Cowboys' embarrassment. We love you here. Um, and let's just say, you know, the Cowboys were proudly the you know NFL's uh, Sunday Night national embarrassment, bro. We knew this was going to be a tough game, uh, gritty, well-prepared 49ers team. But like the offensive ineptitude, dude, by the Cowboys was another level. They were and all these penalties that they had, they were just shooting themselves in the no foot. They went into the fourth quarter down by it was basically 23-10, um, and then here's Jimmy G out here throwing picks trying to get the Cowboys some life. And then the Cowboys at the end of the game, they even end up with, you know, two shots in a, in a one score game. And they blew it. They out here blaming the refs. Dak out here mm. running in the middle of the field, thinking that he can like, just wait to slide until he sees someone to hit him. No, get down. Get down, bro. What are you do? All right. I'm not even a Cowboys fan. That made me mad. It, it makes me think of like, when in Madden, you put you get rushed into the animation and your ass <laughs> does fucking fumbles for no reason.
3: Right. <laughs>
1: So, what I, what I got to say is that um, the refs, they were, of course, they're the NFL refs. They're sus. But did they get did they deserve to get trash thrown at them? No, because the real trash sure. was what the Cowboys did on the field. So, <laughs> let's just say, myself is just going to be plain and simple. The Dallas Cowboys always finding a way to be miserable. Oh.
2: It's crazy. What's worse is like, <laughs> Dak said, Oh, yeah, the fans are justified for throwing, <laughs> throwing traps. Yeah, once he found out it was <laughs> at
0: the refs, it's like, No, nah, no, nah, you're good. You're good.
2: Like, <laughs> Oh, that makes sense. He had to apologize for it, of course. That, yeah, that was amazing. You should have some respect that... for them because uh, he didn't know the NFL rule book. You can't spot the ball yourself. A ref <laughs> got to do it, son. <laughs> yeah. What
0: are you doing? Also, I watched the clip uh, play a bunch of times. He also. Obviously, when you're sliding, it's where you first slide is where the ball should be spotted. He's tried to spot the ball where he where he landed. So the, when the ref took the ball, he had to he had to bring it back two yards, which wow. took a couple extra seconds. So everyone was like, Oh, the ref got in the way. Well, no, the ref got in the way because he had to get through in order to get the ball. So <laughs> like and at the end of the day, when you leave it up to like a spike with one second to go, it, it has to be on you. It cannot be on the refs. Also, yeah, yeah. really good point. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I'm just saying it, it
1: made me think of, like, that's some retro bullshit where I run the ball
3: <laughs> and the clock's ticking
1: at the end of the fourth quarter. Y'all don't know retro ball. so it, it you... call timeout? Yeah. You could have called yeah. timeout. Uh, it never works. It, it doesn't work. The clock just ticks, like, at. it ticks, like, six-second runoff at the end of the games. And that's why you're playing, you playing with the devil, you know? But go, but go ahead, Sean. I mean, uh, Daniel. No, but I, I want to get your opinion because
0: my friends and I from, from, from home are talking about this. So uh, they were about, oof, I think the 40-yard line. They could have had two shots from the 40 or one shot from the 20, or it, assuming they were able to sp- – I think it was a 25 or something like that. Assuming they were able to spike the ball. Would you rather have two shots from 40 or one from 20, 25? What is, what, what do you think is more likely of hitting?
2: Well, you got to get two. <laughs> what? Like, yeah. I, okay. like from the I disagree, 20, but that's fine. I don't – like, let's say they got to the 25, right? Is that what you're saying? Like, they get to the 25. I think it was the
0: 23 or something like that. I forget.
2: But the 23, like, they're still going to have everyone in the end zone. And you're just going to have to, like, throw a tight window throw in, like, a soft zone, basically. And just try to, like, fit it in there. But did, did, you, did but you, the did you, you get watch two chances out of Raiders? Hail Mary. Yeah, okay. I know Justin Herbert <laughs> can throw it to a tired-ass receiver at the end of the game. And so our miraculously <laughs> works. But, hey, first of all, Dak's not like that. And second of all, like, uh, at least. I don't I don't know what the Raiders are doing, but they just, like, they're just, there's they're they're some, other, zone they're, they're some <laughs> other factors going on there. I, I feel like the 49ers, Kyle Shanahan would just be like, yeah, all right, nice try. Like, <laughs> it, it'd just be, like, some 10 incomplete pass, and be like, why don't you take, like, two shots at a Hail Mary? Because it's not, like, a easy pass anyway, so why would you take two shots? At least that's my opinion. I just think that the success rate, of two from 40 is gotta
0: be lower than one from 20 or 25. I don't know, but it's not a normal play though. You could run it. you can run somewhat of a normal play. If you're running one from 40, you're just you're chucking up a Hail Mary at that point. At least if you're running it from the 20 or 25, at least you got some sort of play.
1: Yeah, I mean everything that's No one's is...
0: doing the Tyreek Hill. You know, right. remember that play against Dallas and he just like scampered around everybody and went in. Like no one's doing that.
1: Yeah. I mean, honestly, though, I just feel like at the end of the day, defense knows where you like, you got to end up. So it's just like, there's going to be congestion either way. So I'd rather just take the two from 40.
2: Yeah, right. Because then at least uh, like Amari Cooper, or CeeDee Lamb get two chances to catch the ball and like make a like a jump ball play. Like that'd be tough. But, but uh, both 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 are
0: so like San Francisco had been so prepared for both of them that it would never work worked anyways. Yeah. But at the end of the, I don't know. I don't know if you guys have anything else to say, but I will say this. Can we admit after this game that Zeke is washed? Or he's been washed. I've been saying that. He had oh, a yeah. pretty solid season to be honest. Yeah, he
1: had an alright season, but y'all know who y'all know who need to be RB1. And so my, yeah, exactly. <laughs> my main sell
0: is the fact that Tony Pollard only touched the ball six times. Damn. Like that's that had to be your guy. And in a game where you couldn't do anything, you ha- he would. I feel like he could have been the guy to make a play. And they didn't give him enough enough touches. He he's the you know, bang like you know, give me forty yard run kind of guy.
2: Now, and, for- and he
0: never he never got the ball.
2: And I thought I thought that was that was travesty. But Zeke did some good stuff after the game though. He was like, no no, I was playing hurt. I was playing hurt. Oh, <laughs> Coach, lose, Coach, yeah. I would hope. <laughs> Bruh, I just think like I just gotta say this. I was thinking this during the game. Like, never am I ever like this thought we thought maybe this could be the Cowboys year. Um <laughs> like this could be their season, whatever. Um but like wow, just I mean, wow, like, was it 20, 25 years plus that I haven't been in a conference championship game? I will never, ever believe in my life until I see it that the Cowboys are going to win a meaningful, like, playoff game ever. Like, as for me as an Eagles fan, and that brings, that makes me happy. Like, I just feel confident that no matter how bad the Eagles are or whatever they're doing, like, the Cowboys will just never win anything significant. Because they just there.
1: can't. Slow down there, Roy. Listen, the moment yeah. you jinx them, the moment you make our lives a
2: hell. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I reverse well, jinxed them. I, that was like my one
3: yeah, loss
1: all, all wild week.
2: card weekend, and I'm <laughs> happy about it.
1: That's true, man. But I, I will never speak to the future because, dude,
2: dude, bro, what if the Cowboys pull something
1: out their butt, man, and they just come in – they make this dynasty because we've seen, like, the Not ad draft coach. pick of Michael Parsons. Not with that coach, yeah. But they kind of know what they're doing. So, the draft pick, yeah. dude, I'm just – Scared of the future, man. That
0: was probably the funniest part about that game, is it's probably the most the most interesting and controversial of the games. So that was
2: definitely something. That's but true. It was,
1: yeah, most interesting. John,
2: how about how about you go ahead? We'll move on to to another game. All right. So for my cell, we got and we got Daniel's team. Oh no! <laughs> oh no, no!
3: Specifically,
2: oh. the Patriots, the New England New England Patriots defense. Bruh. <laughs> Have you guys ever heard of a perfect offensive game? Never heard of no, it. No, because... Okay, well, I'm going to tell you some, th- some stats, and then you can tell me if this is a perfect offensive game or not. Okay. Seven touchdowns. Oh, my God. Zero fourth downs. God damn. <laughs> Zero field goals. Damn. Zero punts. What the fuck? No turnovers. No Jimmy. negative plays. You shouldn't. The only negative plays that happened for the Bills on Nails. offense were kneels by Mitchell Trubisky, which is just... <laughs> I mean, MVP, baby. Yeah, MVP? Some, <laughs> pretty much <some laughs> sums up his NFL career. And only three incomplete passes by Josh Allen. Only three incomplete passes.
3: What?
0: Bro, then he threw four touchdowns, too. Five touchdowns, yes. Five. Never mind. Give me the
2: offensive lineman. That Patriots was embarrassing. Gave, gave up forty-seven points, bro, and that's
1: it some, so that's some Hamilton was college type shit,
0: bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when Trinity, it's, it's like
2: when Trinity plays us.
1: Yeah, yeah, I remember this shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Holy fuck!
2: This was such a sell that, also because of Kelvin's hot take that the Eagles are going to play in a close game. This, combined with the Patriots' cell, was so bad because Daniel picked them to win. But we have now created a new alert for uh, no. this podcast, and we will bring out every time we we, we, we do a little thing called homering, because we're bringing out the homer alert, all right? No! I repeat, we gotta bring out the homer alert. No! As I said, if both our teams get blown out, we gotta bring out the homer alert. We're too confident, and oh my god, it was just, it was just butt all around, like... josh allen i don't know he just pulls some stuff out of his butt all the time like (laughs) i've never seen this dude i mean they've lost games they've had bad defensive performances obviously he's a coach for a long time but i've never seen him so like defeated in the sense that he doesn't have an answer for anything they're doing or like any counter he's just like yeah all right we're gonna get butt (laughs) fucked that's it (laughs) like he's like i have the perfect play calls for josh allen i got decent personnel and then josh allen just goes in and throws some like Throw that's supposed to go out of bounds, and someone else in the back of the end zone touchdown to his tight end on the run, like 30 yards out. Uh, it's yeah. just
1: crazy. Yeah, I agree with you, Belichick Check me, be like, I got this man. And Sean, what does Josh Allen say?
2: He says, Deep cross go, brr. <laughs>
3: <laughs> bro. It's insane, dude.
1: Daniel, Daniel, how did, how Every did you, time. yeah, how did you
0: feel?
3: Dad,
0: I, I had some family come and visit because yeah. you know, I was my, it was my last night uh, at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do not really care they didn't really care like too much they're watching the game and then it all started with that first drive when Josh Allen went scrambled left and Matt Junon who had been our best defender for all for, right before the bye he had like 13 and a half sacks in tw- the first 12 games of the year and he hadn't hasn't had one since. he just like absolutely whiffed on the tackle and just stopped on the play Allen went for like 20 yards and then and then and then fucking Dawson Knox catches a ball that was supposed to be supposed to be a throwaway to start the game and I got <laughs> It was like that was the easiest drive I've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, I'm I, I'm I'm, bar- I'm I'm completely embarrassed by how we lost, but it, I'm happy to know that like we weren't like we overachieved and that we weren't good. Like I know you guys are upset too, but I feel like you guys completely overachieved. You're zero seven against playoff teams, and yeah. you got all your wins against non-playoff teams. So <laughs> both our teams were frauds. Both our teams are overrated. It, 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 at least it wasn't like the Dallas. Dow- if I was a Dallas fan, I might. I I might not I, I might never go back to work or school. They should have won that game. They were the more talented team, but with our two teams, like at least for the Patriots, we need to get faster on defense. We, we looked mm. like we were stuck in the mud, fourth grade pee wee football. It was it was an absolute disgrace. They were running on, running on a single all day. J.C. Jackson, second team All Pro, couldn't do anything. There was not a single player on that defense that. He would consider to be having a good game. You Sean read you the stats earlier. I, I've never seen anything like that. Uh after the second touchdown, the Dawson Knox one over the middle, I was like, I, I can't watch this anymore. This is awful. And then when someone was like, then don't watch. I was like, that's not what I fucking mean. Exactly. <laughs> I can't watch it. But I'm going to watch it because I want pain. <laughs> we
1: love it. We love the pain. Yo, I love that oh, so much, God, bro. Because so there's yeah, there was points in the Eagles Bucks game where I'm like, fuck this shit. Damn it. I, 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 tell, I tell my girlfriend, damn it, the Eagles are losing by 17. And then she's like, oh, okay, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm still going to watch it, though. But <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, I hate this damn team. Why are you doing this to me? I thought we had a chance.
2: Rager steps on the field for one more play. I'm quitting as a fan. He drops the punt. Ah!
1: <laughs> oh, my yeah,
0: God. We both have our own oh, Jalen yeah. Rager. Ours is Nikhil Harry. We got Jalen Rager. Yeah, could have had. Good. They, they were the same. No, sorry, Ray, was That was JJ's draft, 2019. But yeah, a, absolute disgrace. Thank God they're out of the playoffs, so we can see some good football. Uh, <laughs> I'm excited hey, to have the 21st pick because there's a lot of good prospects out there. We'll talk about Absolutely. that in the coming weeks. I can't. I can't. I can be. I could be embarrassed. But it's been almost a week. Like we're recording this Thursday, January 20th, around 9 p.m. It's been almost a week. There's not really much I can. I could be like. Ah, like there was, there was just no way we we're gonna win. So I, I just, there's no reason for me to be like, like ah, like whatever, you know, no. it's, it's over. <laughs> we're all
2: done with. I guess it's being it. part of a fan now. I don't know. <laughs> Damn. It's, some ways it's good though. It's, before you get to yourself, some ways it's good because like all the players from your last Super Bowl run, it's like you could just kind of move on. Like that would McCauley, yeah, get rid of them. They, their time is high time yeah, you start over. You rebuild. Yeah, no you have Mac Jones. It's all. It's all good. It's not the end of the world.
1: Yeah, bro. Mac Jones. He's a, he's a stud, man. Think about it. Like look. Like no. I, yeah, year, yeah yeah. Like
3: you,
0: like you said. We or like I was saying. We were like we overachieved. First year quarterback. They're not. We went on that. You know, ridiculous. Totally inflated seven game win streak, and <laughs> and and ever, ever since everyone thought we were good. But of course, we it's just average, but it's fine. It's fine. All right. So. My moving on to my cell alert. I liked your both your cell alerts, but my cell hey, alert yo. is tiny Kyler Murray, aka what's Kellen has on his screen right now. Kyler Murray was absolute dog shit. This <laughs> uh, wild card For, you know, you got first Monday night football wild card game ever. You want to show out for the fans. You want to show out for your team. You want to make it to the next round of playoffs. Kelly Murray said, no, nah, no, nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm ready to go home. In LA, his stats read 56% completion percentage, 137 yards, two INTs, including one of the worst pick sixes in the history of playoff football. Ooh. That even made Peyton Manning <laughs> and Eli, both Peyton and Eli squeal while it was happening.
2: He winced to- <laughs> it. He really did
0: winced it. That was basically what Wentz did. Yeah, I, I I mean, I, the Rams were certainly favored in this game. We all picked the – oh, uh, no, Kelvin, you picked the Cardinals. But for yeah. the most part, we <laughs> sold. No. Yeah, you kind of sold that one a little bit. Yeah, maybe Try you were Island. the now. <laughs> the Rams were favored, but, I, like, I mean, you were talking about Kelvin, you, Kyler being the difference in this game and having the Cardinals win. But he was just absolute ter- absolutely terrible. That pass rush got to the Cardinals in no time. Um, it, it just proves that without DeAndre Hopkins, that offense just cannot do anything.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: The, the, the numbers are just, it's, numbers never lie. I mean, but one concerning thing I have with the Cardinals moving forward is just their tendencies to start fast and then absolutely just collapse and, and get a flat tire in the, for the second half of the season. So I'm excluding his rookie year because it was his rookie year. They finished, I think, 5-11 and 11 or something. But it, or four four eleven and one or something like that. But his last two years as a starter. So last year they started six and three. Everyone was on their the playoff train, including myself. They lose five of their last seven, missed the playoffs at eight and eight. This year they started seven and zero. We all saw Russell Douglas make that uh, interception at the end of the game. Former Eagles legend. Uh, and then they started. <laughs> and then they started ten and two and lost five of their last six to be bounced from the playoffs. And it's not good because I picked Kyler Murray to win MVP this year. It was looking so good for a a long period of time. And then he's, you know what? He didn't even sell his team. He sold me. He's the one that, uh, because my hot take was destroyed. And I'm really concerned about, you know, you could, you could boil it down to coaching because if you look at Cliff Kingsbury's record, uh, in the first half of the year, and the second half of the year, it reads more of the same. Start out hot, collapse down the stretch, but, uh, yeah, just an absolute colossal, uh, uh, embarrassing performance from the Cardinals this weekend on Monday.
1: Sheesh! Mm.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is just one of those performances, man. Where I'm like, thank God he did that because I don't want no one to talk about my QB. <laughs> it's Jalen Hurst, by the way, and um, and we're comparing who to some- started. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we. Yeah, look, they're both twenty twenty two starters. Okay, they're both exactly. the franchise at the moon. So all I gotta say is that, Kylie, thank you for sticking up the joint.
3: <laughs> uh,
1: thanks for that Wentz interception too.
0: <laughs> yeah, no one's gonna be talking about Wentz anymore. Oh my gosh. Dude.
1: Unless you're from Indi- Indianapolis. Indian Indian, I don't fucking know. Unless you're a Colts fan, <laughs> they're not gonna be talking about Carson, bro.
3: Oh,
2: man. I have no words. I got no words. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad. They were so bad. Like, just got destroyed. <laughs> like, and all fast. How it right is? Now. Like, Our offenses. Our
1: offenses.
0: You know. What I was mean, cool they though? play. They played twice, and both teams won a game. Yeah. Yeah. You would think that, uh, especially division match, like in the wild card, two teams playing in the same division. They've already played each other twice. You would think that something would give. That it would be somewhat of a close game, and it just it was just the opposite of that. The Cardinals were chasing, what was it 20, 28? Wait, I think it was twenty eight nothing. Right, I, I'm pretty sure it was twenty eight nothing. Matt Stafford had thirteen of seventeen for two two touchdowns, almost a perfect quarterback rating. Gets his first career playoff win at the oh, hands damn. of the Cardinals.
1: Oh man. So, uh, man. So, Shout out, can makers, dude. That too.
0: <laughs> I know, fifty-five rushing yards coming off of a uh, torn Achilles, like what six months ago or something it's like crazy. that.
1: Crazy.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. But, yeah.
1: Honestly, though, um, that performance from Kyler actually blends into my surprise, um, from this week because oh,
2: the transition, the transition, love well, the transition
0: this year.
1: Yeah. So, uh, my thing, my surprise was. Bro, those young quarterbacks, a lot of them got bamboozled, bro. This was a <laughs> terrible weekend for guys making their first uh, playoff starts. um, And, you know, this ties back to Daniel because it's like, you know, oh, wait, wait, I forgot to say this. All these young quarterbacks got bamboozled. Mine is Joe Scheisty, bro. <laughs> Joe Scheisty. <laughs> cold. Oh, my God, bro. I wish that, like, like, bro, if I ever smoke a cigar in my life, I just wanna look like him. Like, <laughs> bro, this dude smokes went after every game. And he still looks so fucking cool doing it. But yeah, Joe Shicey's Joe Shise, he's a menace. But yeah, my thing is just I'm so surprised that you know some of these quarterbacks look like disastrous. Like they legit like like there was like like shit running down their legs, bro. They forgot how to read defenses, making the worst decisions. Like you're falling, you're doing a fadeaway Kobe Bryant in the end zone, and you're like, fuck it. Um they're fuck it. Let me just get this out of bounds. Oh shit, I didn't even throw it hard enough. So it's it's just bad. Um they,
0: they forgot the wipe.
1: Yeah, they forgot to wipe, bro. Um let's just say, um, that that's just my surprise. Like I didn't I didn't think they'd shit the bed that bad speaking more so to like you know murray hurts yeah God and, and
0: now like if you look at the nfc it's it's rogers and brady who are both 40 stafford's in his you know he's got to be in his mid-30s mm-hmm. and then garoppolo's obviously you know in the upper 20s so he's young but three wow. older quarterbacks and then in the afc Know, Tannehill, you got Mahomes and Allen. Of course, that's going to be a fantastic matchup. Yeah. But that and, and Burrow, obviously young, but Tannehill. So, like, oh, well, you know, about half or over half of these guys are in their mid to late 30s or even in the 40s. So, okay. that kind of just echoes your
2: point as well. I think it's just crazy. Maybe the level is just – maybe everyone's just leveled up, I feel. Like, the difference <laughs> between, like, the elite guys and, like, the guys we're kind of unsure about, wow. <laughs> like, oh, my God. <laughs>
1: i know it's another
2: stratosphere dude like it is
0: crazy the gap is just increased it's insane
1: Right, and what right. I will say is that we saw it in the Eagles-Bucks game. You heard the announcers, Tom Brady, he knows where he's going before the snap starts. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Brady's he's seen everything. And it's like, god damn, that motherfucker has seen everything. Did you see that pass? God damn! Who's he pulling the ball to? What's his name? I don't know. Got it to him. Hit him right on the numbers, and it's like, you know, honestly, bro, we're talking about Asian experience. This is this is funny. But honestly, bro, Josh McCown could have went out there, played <laughs> <laughs> better than some of these young-ass QBs, dude. Josh McCow would have been out here reading defenses, beaming him up. Oh, my God.
0: I mean, it would it would have fit the theme of the weekend pretty well.
2: Yeah. <laughs> dude. And then on the other side, you got Troy Aikman going, oh, yeah, it hurts. I don't know what's going on. Like, these are just completions that should be easy. It really did. It really did. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, all, yeah. I mean, the yeah, announcers are flummoxed. Uh, they, they would I had no <laughs> idea was going flummoxed. on. <laughs> I don't even know if that was the right use of the word, but I just went no, with that's it. No,
1: it's perfect. I think that works.
0: <laughs> um, I think I think I'll go next just because uh, it, it kind of um builds off this a little bit. But what I was most surprised with with this weekend was just the lack of close games. Like the reason I, I want to, you know, the reason I watch regular season football is to watch my team and to watch fantasy football. I don't, I don't care if, they, if it's a fifteen to nothing blow. I, I'm not really, it doesn't really bother me, but in the playoffs, I, I watched to see good football games and we didn't get very many good football games this weekend. And, and so that shocked me. Um, we obviously had the two, one possession games, Bengals, Raiders, went down all the way to the wire, honestly, now, obviously we have the 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 blown
2: whistle that should yeah, have been. Yeah, I was blown gonna say honorary sell honorary seller <laughs> yeah. was the refs for that one. Yeah. yeah. Raiders fans are in disbelief. I mean, it <laughs> should
0: be. That was that was a terrible call. It should have been blown dead right there. Um but I then then you uh the Bengals honestly gave that one away near the end and the Raiders are able to make it a one position game. And then you had of course the Dallas game that we talked about in depth. That was a one position game. But all their all four other games were were Blowouts, 44 47 17 30 point win 31 15 16 point win 42 21 21 point win 34 11 23 point win. So all just like two to three possession games um and <sighs> and like i said earlier like anfield playoffs you think that um these games are going to be good but uh yeah they just they just weren't and and i even said here on this podcast i think the eagles the cardinals the patriots those three teams I mean, not the Steelers because they they're not a real good football team. But the other three, I said, we're going to compete. They're going to be good games. Well, I couldn't have been more wrong about that because those, right. those those three teams absolutely shit the bed. It. Um, so that was my surprise for this week.
2: The seventh seed should have never been made. Oh, well, 100%. <laughs> you guys it's, just, think it, it's all a money grab. I mean, it's a money grab, but like. And the
1: it, they got my money.
2: Yeah, they did. <laughs> they suckered in fans like us. Yeah, I know, bro. <laughs> I dumbass. <know laughs> <us. laughs>
1: yeah, there
0: was a YouTuber literally who was a Steelers fan. He, he until the moment they lost, he was faking people
2: out, being like, "Steelers are gonna win the Super Bowl." <laughs> uh, oh I mean, yeah, I mean the 7 seeds are pretty bad, but like the six-two games, I feel like those were a little unlucky. Like those could have been better if we got different matchups. But the matchups we got were just all ten. There was just there's just tinnery all around. Um, I can get to my surprise. It's not really... There wasn't much... You, I feel like you guys kind of covered it for the weekend. I mean, my surprise, I'll just be quick about it. It's uh, so the last time I mentioned the Eagles in a little bit. I like, probably next pod will. I mean, so we'll say something dumb about that. <laughs> yes, <them>. sir. <laughs>
3: um,
2: <laughs> but I'm just shocked that the number one rushing team in Eagles history couldn't run the ball against the Buccaneers. Like, dang. Like, they had 95 yards in this game and they averaged 150 a game and they were able to run on the number one run defense on the Saints in a game before and like they ran over everybody I don't understand how Miles Sanders just couldn't hit the hole and just got tackled for like two yards and then they started throwing the ball and you know what happens when they throw the ball I mean it's not it but like it's just crazy to me and also those 95 yards they're all like in garbage time like Boston Scott had one (laughs) 34 yard run that's like a third of the yards right there. I'm depressed. <laughs> <laughs> just like I'm depressed. just didn't expect that. I thought it'd be more competitive, like you guys were saying.
3: Yeah.
2: But, Like, what what happened? Like, it's not like the Eagles' line wasn't good. Like,
3: no. The I mean, to go away.
2: Like, I, I just don't. They had three rushing first downs all game. Like, the Bucks had three first downs their first drive.
0: <laughs> I mean, you guys, you guys got hosed on a couple calls. I give you that. But also, you know, when you're down early in any game, you, your rushing numbers are gonna go down.
1: Yeah,
0: um, and also the Buccaneers' defense, their run defense has always been their strength. We even said it. We said Bucks' run defense good, Eagles' running offense great. They should be able to at least exploit that defense a little bit. But now you're right. Like those a few factors that we mentioned just a second ago were some of the main reasons. It leads me to not believe it's a surprise. But like we were saying last time, if you dive into anything enough, you won't be surprised. But if you look at it from like a like, a, from a surface standpoint, like, obviously, it's gonna seem surprising because they were the number one. It, they were, I can't believe that that was number one in Eagles history. I mean, I get you have Hurts as QB, but I'm actually really surprised by that.
2: Yeah, we were good, we were good at running the ball, like, we were good at everything, every type of play you got. Yeah, and
0: um, you had all your linemen healthy, correct?
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And huh? honestly, too, like, just looking at some of the film, the O line. At least um our guard, left guard, Lynn and Dickerson actually yeah, had a yeah, good game. There there's a lot of clips of him like actually hold, going one-on-one against Vitavea and uh and Sue and actually doing good against them, like pushing them, driving them, damn near pancaking Vitavea on one of the on these plays. Makes me think, what the hell happened with this running offense? And I agree with Sean. Sometimes Miles Sanders is Blinders, <laughs> trying to force a hole, and also I think too that like this the the speed man like ugh, like the Bucks legit was just like look, um you know we're just gonna help out as much as we can in the run game, and Jalen Hurts is gonna have to read our defense, and he's gonna have to read a pre snap, and he's gonna have to goddamn read a post snap, and if he can't make the right throws, if he can't anticipate, and, he, and this game isn't gonna go good because until he can do that and he can actually make completions, we're not going to let our foot off of their run game. And they won't be able to get anything in the run game. We'll have so many bodies there. I just think that's what happened, man. It was calamity.
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah, Daniel, what were you going to say? No,
1: just, like, quickly,
0: because you said Landon Dickerson had a good game. and. One guy who was drafted ahead of Landon Dickerson this year who had a horrendous game was Alex Litherwood for the Raiders. So you guys actually made the right pick for once. Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't in the first round, so we shouldn't be surprised by that. His
1: first-round <laughs> talent in the second round, baby. Well, he was
0: – I mean, he, remember when he was at Alabama last year, he, he injured It's I, I think it was a torn ACL in the SEC it was, Championship. It was everything. Everything yeah.
1: with the legs. <laughs> yeah, so I think that's why we didn't go first round. He's always the first round <laughs> I have, bro. I'm telling you, if this man literally stays like majority wise healthy, it's gonna be the greatest success story in the Eagles' history, dude. <laughs> what the hell? Uh, I guess one.
2: T- I guess one thing you could take away is maybe next round it'll change, but it seems like right now teams that could pass the ball at a high level. It looks like those are the teams that are going to be in the contention for the Super Bowl. Obviously, 49ers, Titans could change things next round, and we'll get into that. But, yeah, that's the takeaway for me. If you can't pass the ball at a high level, you're you're chops, right? You can't win it. (laughs) You're good.
0: It's a good one. Speaking of that, let's get into some hot takes. Who wants to start? Okay, so
2: speaking of passing the ball. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so we got the Chiefs. We got the Bills. Divisional round. Chiefs sold the one seed. You know how it goes. We got Patrick Mahomes versus Josh Allen. Hey, hey, this is my hot take, right? I think this is the Super Bowl, guys. I think this is the Super Bowl. (laughs) I think whoever wins this game is winning the Super Bowl. And I think this is probably going to be the best playoff game. And you know why? Because these two guys can pass the ball, right? Like, they could throw it sidearm, shovel pass, whatever you need. (laughs) Left-handed, on the run, in the pocket, doesn't matter. These teams are going to put up points. They could. They're explosive passing the ball. They've been like, I mean, these guys, these two QBs have been compared. They're going to be compared for the next ten years. They're both so uh-huh. good. Um, I love watching them. You know, there's rumors on Twitter saying, you know, Josh Allen, is he is he better than Mahomes now after that game? They both had five touchdown passes last week, and there's just I just can't see anyone else beating these guys. Like, it kind of sucks that we got it this round, but I'm going to enjoy it while it happens because. It's, they're going to put on a show. And I feel like, yeah, like, you got Rodgers in there. He's still in the playoffs. You have Stafford. But, like, yeah, I think this is the Super Bowl. Like, uh, like, the Packers, they always have some issues that Rodgers covers up in the regular season. And the Bucks really did not look good last week. I, I mean, like, they were just playing the Eagles, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, I think this is it. I think this is the game of the year. Like, It's going to go crazy.
1: Go crazy! If this game, this game is what the kids call pushing P all day, bro. I'm telling you, man, this joint is gonna be intense. Uh, I, I like to take, I like to take, you know, you know, Daniel. I want, I want to know what you, I want to know what you think, Daniel. I
0: mean, I, I predicted, you know. People think I'm some sort of, like, a, uh, they, they think I know what I'm talking about just because I Process. do this. I, I don't know the hell I'm talking about I just do this for fun. <laughs> but they asked me, what, what's my Super Bowl pick? And I, I said, Bills-Packers. After mm-hmm. watching what I saw last week, Bills came in winning four straight. I've seen this too too many times. A team that gets hot at the end of a regular season is the team that can make a run, especially with a quarterback as good as Josh Allen. Like, I'm all in on Josh Allen, and I – of course, of course, of course, he's gonna lose this weekend because I say that. But. <laughs> oh I do, I do feel like the winner of this. I can confidently, I feel, I can, I can confidently say the winner of this will be the Super Bowl participant from the AFC. But what makes it a hot take is is it's guaranteeing a Super Bowl win of, from this game because the right. NFC is loaded as well. Um, but I will give you that, like, I, I think no matter if the Bengals upset the Titans or whether Eric Henry comes back and makes an impact and the Titans are able to win, I think that the winner of this game can even go on the road in Tennessee and win. And so I do like that because at the end of the day, you said it's quarterback-driven league. If you can't pass the ball, you're not going to win football games. So I, I don't hate it. I don't hate it at all. Kevin, what do you think?
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I don't hate it at all. And honestly, this goes into my hot take, boys. This is a nice little transition. My hot take is, is is less of you know who's gonna be who's gonna win the Super Bowl, just who's gonna win this game. And I'm putting my balls, my money, I'm putting any other figure of speech. I'm putting all on the bills, baby. Dollar, dollar, bills, bro. Look, look, look. Why? Why? Circles the wagon. <laughs> Why am I gonna do this? It's a gut feeling. Josh Allen. Is Josh fucking Allen. He's ready for revenge, baby. That's his middle name.
0: (laughs) Confirmed. (laughs) We'll check the birth certificate later.
1: He's always fucking something up. He's fucking good or he's fucking ass. One of these, bro. This man is fucking good a lot of the time.
0: I like it. I like it. There you go. Fantastic analysis there.
1: Bro, it's so late, bro. Chill. <laughs> it's 920. It's <laughs> Thursday. Thursday. Oh. Man. He's
0: All old, right, Kelvin. I'll I'm, 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 I'm make this easy for you. My hot take thank alert you, you. is going to be... We just talked about... You know, I, I just said that uh, the winner of this, the, the game you guys were talking about would probably win um, in Tennessee. But my hot take is... Neither... A uh, one seed, the Titans and the Packers, will be playing on championship weekend. Now you're probably thinking, whoa, 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 that's crazy. Both of them? Yes. And the reason is because if I only picked one of them, that that happens almost every year. (laughs) Both of them, the last time, I don't even know the last time that happens. I have to look that up. But I think that there's a real chance here that both one seeds will be out this weekend. And I think it's, it's, it's mostly matchup based. 49ers. I said I, what what did I what did I say to you guys? What did I say to you guys? He's doubling uh, down, night? he's doing Let's it. He's doubling down. down. I, during that uh, Thursday night game that they ultimately lost. Tennessee. Said, I, the 49ers said,
2: are going to the NFC championship <laughs>
0: game. And you know how Fuck many it. games away they are to doing that? Just one, baby. One! One game. You saw what happened last Imagine. week. <laughs> Defense played phenomenal in that those first three quarters. It was Eli Mitchell running up the middle, Debo Samuel becoming a running back, just an absolute tank, uh, running the ball for over 50 yards. Eli Mitchell had 96 yards. What do uh, great teams do? They run the football in the playoffs. Now, I, I, I agree with what you said with their passing, but when you can run the ball that effectively and play defense like that and get your team... Your offense back in good spots, like the uh, you know they sacked Dallas on third down, deep in their own territory. Got the ball back. Were able to get more points. Uh, they were up sixteen, nothing in this one. Um, I just think they have a, this perfect formula to beat this Packers team in, in Green Bay, and I think the Packers are the best team in in the NFL. But these teams they end up losing out a lot of the time, um, and, and we can't forget the Packers and, and their heartache and their heartbreak. Uh, In the postseason under, you know, Aaron Rodgers in the last, you know, seven, eight years, um, ever since, you know, even the last 10 years since he won that Super Bowl. Um, So that's definitely a possibility. And uh, and in fact, I'm I'm going, I'm, I'm gonna go for it. And then with the other game uh you know we we still don't know of course this is thursday night if derrick henry is going to play of course if he plays that changes on everything but he's still we don't know if he's gonna be a hundred percent uh you know can we really trust ryan Tannehill to lead them to the promised land i mean both uh, i want to say both aj brown and (laughs) 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 Uh, julio and aj brown are kind of banged up going into this game uh and and you saw what Kelvin? Uh, what's the guy's name? The quarterback for the Bengals? Yo, Shiesty. Yes. <laughs> Joe, Joe, <laughs> Joe Shiesty. Yeah, Joe 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 Shiesty. boys. him and him and Jamar Chase had, had that chemistry on on lock. They got they got an A plus in chemistry class that that week. They were unbelievable. Oh, that's
1: a bar, Daniel. <laughs> I mean,
0: I'm telling you, the, the, if they are the Bengals are the most like hot or not team that the NFL has ever seen. Some, they're you know they're beating the Steelers forty two nothing and then and then they absolutely dud it the next week against the next team, I I, I could see it I, I really I could see both teams uh, one seeds um, falling also Tennessee not playing a week could be some rust factor there mm-hmm. I'm gonna go Bengals and 49ers will knock off the one seeds this week.
1: Dude, dude 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 i like it I, you know why because i want, it's it's poetry man the packers are failures what happens is that <laughs> no. they know how to flop call them the weekend because they be flopping bro i'm telling you bro that's a reference to the weekend flopping uh, the, the rapper gonna he, he the one who pushes p he beat the weekend in sales it's that's insane to me i'm sorry but what i'm saying is that like the packers are like miniature dallas cowboys they just set themselves up for at least in the last like couple playoffs they just set themselves up for failure some way dude every i've been going to the playoffs last couple years i'm like oh packers should really be should really have this or i feel good about the packers this year no (laughs) they never they haven't been doing it consistently dude so, I like it. Titans, uh, I want to see King Henry, like, buzz ass. But if it's for Daniel's hot take, I'm okay with, with watching him suffer, honestly.
0: I'm surprised no one called me up because I said that I had Bills Packers Super Bowl. And then I just said that. I'm surprised no one just said anything about that. I mean, no matter I'm what tired. you do, you're going to be
2: wrong somehow. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't know. I just I, – I think it's a possibility. Also, Jair Alexander, questionable. Bakhtiari. Offensive lineman questionable, um, and then uh, Nick Bosa questionable for for the uh, f- uh, for the Forty Nineers. So three huge players in this game, mm-hmm. and their availability will really uh, will be important uh, in determining the winner. Mm-hmm. But um, that's all we got for hot takes. Let's uh, let's let's do some preview. And game picks, but we're about an hour in, so I want I want to talk some NBA because we got a really good segment for you guys. So let's just do a quick game preview picks. of all the games, oh, no, game God. picks, survival pick, and then we'll move on to NBA. So like in this segment, a good 5-10 minutes, but nothing more than that.
1: Sounds good.
2: Boy, I love doing survivor picks when uh, all the games are close, and, <laughs> and yeah, none of us are gonna be able to speak on the first fifteen minutes of the next podcast. Dead ass, get it. bro. <laughs>
1: Uh, the ultimate hack is that one of us choose um one of us choose like let's say one of us choose the Niners, other other one choose the Packers. Yeah, one yeah, person. No, I was that. Least.
0: that. <laughs> right. I I mean, you'll see our picks that didn't end yeah. up going that way, but uh, we did them all independently. Mm-hmm. But uh, Sean wrote up a lot of the preview, and yeah. so let we'll, let him start with the first game. All right, we got uh, the Bengals, Bengals Titans. Titans.
2: We'll go. We'll do this in order. Saturday, Bengals versus the Titans. Um. The Bengals, or, or let's start with the Titans. Let's start with the Titans. So the Titans, they might get King Henry, Derek King Henry, back boys. He might, we might get him back. He was, he was playing, practicing with some pads. I think he was going in contact drills for the first time. I think it was like what yesterday this is gonna be Wednesday, um, and he said he might play if he plays. When the Titans have played with him, averaged twenty eight point four uh, points per game this season. Without him, only 21.3. So that could be huge and swinging in swinging swing the game. Um, also, just some things to look out for. Uh, Danny, you got to pronounce this dude's name because I can't do it. <laughs> it's not that hard. Larry Ogunjobi, defensive
0: tackle for the Bengals. All right,
2: Larry Ogunjobi. All right, got it. Yeah, boy. Okay, okay. So he's a defensive tackle for the Bengals, complete beast. Uh, who is he shoving the other time? Oh, he's.
0: if you don't know who that is, he's the guy. Uh, in the Mason Rudolph fight who shoved yeah, yeah, him from yeah, behind. Yeah, I was either yeah.
2: behind or, yeah. So big, I love B's, people from behind. Um, yeah, great. Okay. <laughs> 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 so yeah, um, he's going to be out because he got injured uh, last game. So Bengals run defense could be a little sus. Could be a little sus. Also, they themselves did not run the ball well last week. It was mostly like Kevin was saying, Joe Burrow doing all the work. Joe Mixon oh, a, a little still injured. He he was not. He looked a little cooked. To be honest, um, and then both these teams are kind of not—I I wouldn't say they're great at defending the pass. Maybe like the Bengals are pretty decent, but um, one thing they're not very good at is defending play action. Ryan Tannehill—that's his game. That's the play That's action. his bread and butter. That's the only thing he's good at, really. Um, just kidding, just kidding. He's good, but like you know. Um, and then the Titans also have AJ Brown, Julio Jones, and if they get Derrick Henry back, they'll have all three of them. On the field together for the first time in a, in a minute, um, mm. but the Bengals could still win. So, what do you guys think? You know, I, I I'll just go. For, I'll, I'll go first. I'll go yes. first. Um,
0: <laughs> you know what? I don't really care. I'm picking the Bengals. <laughs> give me the
1: give me the Bengals. Bengals. Yo, I'm with Daniel. Give me the Bengals. Wait, what? Uh,
2: yes. Listen, listen. You he, he just heard his hot take. How can you pick the Bengals?
1: What do you mean, Billy? He picked the the hot take was oh shit.
2: Oh, wait, right. wait.
1: Oh, wait, no, He's, never mind, never mind. Yeah. I'm, I'm stupid. I thought you were talking about him, like, like cursing um the Bengals
2: because he said the, the, the Titans are uh, Never lose. mind, just pick your pick. I'm done. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, I'm picking the Bengals, bro. Joe, Joe Shiesty going to become fucking whatever the fuck uh, Aaron Yeager because it's going to be attack on Titans, bro. He's going to beat that <laughs> ass. <laughs> oh, all right, I'm going to go
3: with the Titans.
1: Joe
2: Shiesty
1: in theaters rated r
2: (laughs) i'm gonna go with the titans i mean no one wants no one ever wants to pick the titans for anything (laughs) and they're always there all right maybe a couple years ago they were in there would they beat they beat the ravens right in the playoffs and everyone was like oh they were the sixth seed that time this time they're the one seed yeah and everyone says oh they're the weakest one seed ever well you know what they're gonna win at least one playoff game show everyone what's up stop disrespecting me, oh, <laughs> stop okay. disrespecting me. There. <laughs> yeah they're they're in there um but we can move on to 49ers versus packers so <laughs> you gotta you gotta make your case i mean yeah i gotta make my case okay
0: you wrote all these notes but i'll just make my case okay your notes are not what i would i would i would think but uh yeah, I got, uh, 49ers have beaten the Packers in their last three playoff matchups. You saw Raheem, Colonel Mostert run wild in the 2019 NFC Championship game, played in the wild card in 2013. Uh, Ka- Kaepernick went into Lambeau and won that game. And then uh, 2012 uh, game where Kaepernick ran for like 180 yards. Um, what else we got here? Key injuries, like I said before. Um, Packers coming off the bye. Number one seed in the NFC. Packers giving up four point seven yards uh, per. as I say per rush yards per rush? Per rush. Per oh, that's PR. Okay, yeah, yards per rush, which is consider a considerable amount, four point seven. Yeah, it's Nin- <laughs> Niners do Niners do run the ball effectively. I got a good line. Um, I think it comes. It's, it could come down to Jimmy G and uh, his inability or ability to to throw the ball. Debo Samuel, obviously a stud. Packers got to watch out for that. But on the offensive side of the ball, like, you know, who's covering Adams um, and Valdez scaling, I believe is out. So Lazard got to play a bigger role. Um, you got the tight end DeGuara, Who's had a few uh, good games this season. Grandel um, Cobb actually is coming back as well. So those are some of the factors uh, coming into this one. With that being said, who do you guys have?
1: Jimmy yeah. G goal turnover. <laughs> Give me the Packers. Okay. <laughs> That's the turnover. <laughs>
2: I just think I'm going to pick the Packers, too. And I think it's this is Aaron Rodgers' time. This is the last little dance, right, for the Packers. Or that's what he says. And I think he's just more motivated than ever. Like, he's been playing out of his mind, yeah, yeah, um, this season. And he's had zero interceptions last seven games. Um, he wants revenge. The 49ers have beat him. Everyone keeps telling him he can't beat the 49ers in the playoffs, even though this man just gave him, like, a sick comeback in the regular season barely beat them. Um but, yeah, I think the Panthers are going to win. Also, something to look out for that I didn't like last game from the 49ers. Kyle Shanahan is just yeah. not aggressive on fourth <laughs> down. And, like, if you give the ball back to Aaron Rodgers, if he gets one more chance and, if, and the game's on the line, he, he's on it. So, I, mm-hmm. like, for him to not go on a fourth and one at their own 50-yard line where if they get that first down, they win the game, that was crazy to me. Like, I, that, I can never believe in this man. Especially, like, this is why playoff comebacks happen to you. Um, And then we can move on to the next game: Rams versus Buccaneers. It's a good one. Um, So Tristan Wirfs and Ryan Jensen could be out for the Bucks. They got a little banged up in that Eagles game. Also, Bruce Aaron's a little bit shady with injuries. I don't know. He made (laughs) Tristan Wirfs go back out there. This man was like limping. He couldn't (laughs) even stop Derek Barnett. Like I I don't know how. I don't know what's going on over there. But that's looking a little shaky. Um, shaky. These two teams played in Week Three. The Rams won thirty-two to. 34 to 24. Um, in that game, Brady got pressured a lot. He got pressure on 26% of his dropbacks. Usually he gets pressured 16% of the time on average. Bucks wide receivers. You know, no Godwin, no AB. Got Evans. Other than that, they got Tyler Johnson, Scotty Miller, and Rashad Perryman. Yeah, world beaters over Not there. Not great. Um, but who you guys got?
1: Honestly, I got, I got the Rams. Like, you know it's just going to be different going from the Eagles defense to the Rams defense. And like you said, pressure is so important when you're playing Tom Brady. Um, and you know, this, this Bucks team is a concern I had last week. Is just these receivers, you know, like if you're able to shut down Evans, which the, the Eagles weren't at all, you honestly, Slay got cooked by him a couple of times and also Slay wasn't really mirroring him. Um, he wasn't really traveling with him. Cause Jonathan Gannon didn't want that. Um, that wasn't in their plan. So what I'm saying is that honestly, I feel like Ramsey can do a good enough job on Evans. And then that pass rush you just got to get to Tom Brady. And Matthew Stafford has to be decent. If Matthew Stafford is decent, I think the Rams win this game.
0: I I I agree. I have the Rams are actually my survival pick this weekend. Um oh it, it, I got a little bit of fear because I'm betting against Brady and I've did, I did that basically every single playoff game last year almost. <laughs> and it you know it bit me in the ass. But I'm, I'm going to go with the Rams. I think they're too stacked this season, and Brady without all of those weapons is going to be a big, big deal. Also, if I didn't make it known, I don't remember if I said, but I'll actually go with the Packers as well, despite the hot take. So if anyone <laughs> says, no, you picked the Niners <laughs> after this episode, no, I actually picked the Packers. So, um, but I got Rams. Go, You're so. All right, go ahead. John, you got it. I
2: agree with Daniel. I hate, play, hate betting against uh, Brady in the playoffs, but I'm going to pick the Rams. Kelvin makes a great point. Jalen Ramsey I think will mirror Mike Evans, which the Eagles should have done. And then yep. the Rams star players – like obj aaron donald cooper cup can play up to their potential like they did last week i mean they're unstoppable so yeah K makers um, as well as kelvin was saying that yeah. two-headed monster him and michelle and just the buccaneers they... didn't look good against the eagles they weren't sustaining drives like after their o-lineman got yeah. hurt they were not looking good the eagles defensive line is not good and they're nice. getting sacks yeah. with four man four man rushes so i don't know how brady's gonna pull this one out but he might because he's brady but whatever
1: He's going to need that uh that 12th player on the field, if you know what I mean.
2: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's why. I forgot. That's why he always gets that.
1: <laughs>
2: Jesus Christ. The referees. <laughs> um,
0: All right. Quickly moving on. So, actually, Sean, you never you know, – your favorite pick is the Packers. Yes. yes I'm sir. on the Rams. Kelvin's going to do his in a minute. We're getting to the last game here, Sunday at 640. Um, Bill's Chiefs, premier matchup, Allen Mahomes. You're going to see this matchup a lot more times. Uh, we got the bills won their first game 38, 20 in arrowhead, but both teams are very different. Now. Uh, chiefs went on a huge win streak after starting, starting off the year key for them. Don't turn the ball over, turn it over four times, uh, last time they played, um, you know, her guys like Herbert and burrow were able to throw on the chiefs, um, including Allen as well. Uh, and, uh, one, one, another key is Josh Allen and, and blitzing. Uh, we clearly did not blitz him enough, uh, because when Allen is blitzed, he is 14th in QB rating uh, when obviously five or more rushers. Um, and so the Chiefs really need to take advantage of that. And Buffalo averaging 11.98 yards per catch to tight ends. Uh, so not great there. So Kelsey has an ability, but uh, uh, great against wide receivers. So with that, uh, who do you guys have?
1: <laughs> My survival, big boys. is the Bills. Give me the
2: Bills. Dude, facts, I got the bills too. It just feels something magical, <gasps> right? Like they crushed yes. the Patriots, they've always lost the Patriots. They crushed yeah. them. Josh I can't Allen's believe playing out of his mind. He's like hot and cold, but now he's super hot. like, oh, this is their year, right? Buffalo, upstate New York, they got it. I hate to, I hate to agree. I
0: hate to go three for three against the yeah. Chiefs. That's crazy, but I got the bills as well. Um. Ah, uh, yeah. So we, I think we kind of need to move on uh, to to NBA. So we're excited to watch NFL this weekend, and um, yeah. But uh, next we'll be moving on to the uh, NBA, and uh, we got a fun little segment for you coming up. All right. So I uh, this NBA I, this is something new that we we are trying um, with the season about half over. We came up with this idea. Uh, we're gonna do NBA midseason awards, but oh, in the yeah. format. Of the uh, of the I almost said the Grammys the Emmys um, <laughs> that that lets you know how often I watch those um, but basically we're gonna go through lead actor which is you know essential essentially MVP outstanding comedy series um, you know it, it made us some something that made us laugh outstanding supporting actor um, outstanding improvement basically most improved player and uh, outstanding organization practice so those are some of the um awards we're going to be giving out so but first we're going to quickly talk about outstanding competition program we're going to go east versus west which conference has been better thus far <laughs> this nba season
1: make your case give me i'll give me the east baby do you see all these like little boys jumbled up in here man we have like there, like the competition is 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 pretty dense. We have some guys who who rose up that you know you wouldn't really think about, and the Bulls and the Cavs, and then we have your mainstays here just just staying staying the course. And also, like look at the Hornets being five games above by five hundred. Um, you go to the West, uh, five games above five hundred gets you the fifth seed. Hornets at the seventh seed right now. I gotta go with the East.
2: Uh, yeah, I agree. I don't know <laughs> So weird. I've never said this in like the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. What was it? Um, I think even at the top too, like you got the Bulls. I think the Bulls, Bucks, and you can make the keys for the Heat too, I think are all serious championship contenders. Bulls have been doing great. I don't, we'll get to them later for sure. But like they see, we saw they're probably a little out of the league of like Nets and Bucks. They kind of got killed a little bit in some of those bigger games. Um, and then you look at the West top tier, it's like Suns, Phoenix, and what, like, the, <laughs> I mean, it's Phoenix late, Phoenix, Phoenix Suns,
3: <laughs>
2: um, Phoenix Suns, Golden State Warriors, and I guess the Memphis Grizzlies—you could pick as like yeah. the third team, right? We were talking about them a lot last pod, and that's all pretty even, right? That's all pretty even, and like the like, Kelvin said, like going down the depth chart, the West fell off, man. Injuries to Kawhi, Paul George, yes, different star players, Yeah. AD. R-A-A, um, yeah. a dame Dame they um, just gotten uh, destroyed this year yeah so east for the win I mean shout out to some of the teams like Helen is saying they bring their game up and it's looking it's looking pretty
0: nice yeah we added this category because we've kind of talked about it a little bit but with the midseason up you know basically here um, give, give a little love like we like to say give a little love to the east because they you know in past seasons they really uh have, They've been even worse than what the West has so far. And mm-hmm. and uh, so it's been nice to see a little change of pace here. For So the award for outstanding competition program goes to the Eastern Conference. Yay. Nice. All right. <laughs> Next, we got lead actor. MVP. Also known as the MVP. Not the M- MVP the, from Nickelodeon. The MVP. Oh, my gosh. Our oh man. Our candidates include. Uh, Calvin, you do it because you got some fantastic nicknames for these players.
1: So I'm going to let you introduce them. (laughs) All right. Like Daniel said, lead actor, MVP, nominee number one, Steph, Splashman, Curry. Number two, Joel, duo 180, Embiid. (laughs) Number three, Nikola, Serbian Ice, Jokic. (laughs) Number four, Giannis, Freak, Adelokumpo. Number five, Ja, Springboard. Morant. Who are we feeling out of
2: these five, my boys? I, I, oh no, Kelvin's oh, Kelvin's. He's gonna make the I'm, case for MBs. I'm, I'm itching, bro. <laughs> Give it to Joe, Joe. Beat,
1: Give it please. to Joe Joe. Look, bro. Uh Sixers are are plus five point three uh points with Joel in, which would put them third in the league. Uh and when he's out, they're twenty-eighth in the league. Mm,
3: Just that's valuable. You.
1: He is valuable. He is sexy. Um, he <laughs> is a mountain of a man. And I'm just saying, if you don't give it to Joel, at least give it to to, to, to the Joker and, and Giannis, because top three players I feel like in the NBA right now, at least who are playing, who aren't hurt, are um, I love LeBron. But we forget about LeBron, about LeBron. Forget about LeBron for a moment. Top three players in the NBA right now are not born in the United States. They're foreigners. Yeah, that's
0: that's important for the game moving forward. I didn't even think about that. That's a good point. Great point. Uh, I guess speaking along those lines, I'm going to go with one of those international stars. Yes. I mean, maybe I got a little bit of recency bias, but watching jo- Jokic, play, uh, Jokic play last night with 49, 14, and 10. Ah. Sean I, Sean talks about this all the time. Jokic is having an even better season this year than he did last year. And he won MVP just out and doing it again without, without Jamal Murray, he's got his team in playoff position right now. Who knows? Like the Mavericks could easily sell and they could slide up to that fifth seed, They're putting up ridiculous numbers on a team that really doesn't have that much. That really doesn't have much talent overall. Um, I, his efficiency is on, you know, off the charts. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Jokic. I feel like, that's the easy pick, but at the same time, because he won it last year, I think people are... They're on the Steph hype train. I know he slowed down significantly. We'll talk actually about why that's the case uh, in, in a little bit, but a lot of people want to pick Greek Freak. Joel Embiid seems to be a hot pick right now. I, I, I kind of feel like making this pick of, of Jokic is a little bit
2: underrated based based hmm. on... Uh, no, no, I, I feel like he's not getting enough love right now. I completely good. agree, but first I'm going to say... All right, Joel Embiid is a beast. Like, he's a beast. Like, 28-12, and what is it, like, five? It's got to be, like, two blocks, too. He's he's a beast. He's a beast. Absolute beast. Like like, this man, top five NBA right now, just dominating, completely dominating. I think he's the best he's ever been. Um, I'm going to go with Jokic, too, but, like, this is no knock on Embiid. Like, he's so good. It's just, like, Jokic is, like, I mean, Daniel said it, like, I think this dude's having one of the best offensive seasons like, ever. Like, almost like Wilt Chamberlain in, like, the modern NBA. And no one talks about it. Everyone's like, oh, is Steph going to win the MVP? <laughs> Why? Like, you've already given him so many. In his worst year, he's going to have MVP? Giannis? I mean, everyone's just trying to hand awards to Giannis. I mean, everyone loves the guy. But, like, dang, like, NBA media, like, relax. Like, you don't need to push this new LeBron thing right now. Or, like, they're like, LeBron or or KD. It's like, these guys, they're not even in the conversation And Jokic just doesn't get any love from national media. It's crazy to me, like Kelvin stat about um, how the Sixers are so much better with Embiid off the court. Like I was looking at this today, it's crazy. The um, Nuggets are ten points are a positive ten points per possession per one hundred possessions with Nikola Jokic on the floor and off the floor, they're minus twelve point three. For 100 for sessions. It's crazy. Like, usually you have these kind of, uh like, crazy on-off numbers for MVP candidates. But, like, this is 22 points. 22 points and 100 possessions. sessions. That's the difference between Nikola Jokic. And he's carrying a trash team. Like, no offense to Monte Morris, who will burn or any of those, like, decent players. But, like, they shouldn't have a positive record. I know they're barely above even, but, like. This dude is caring, like, and no one talks about it. It's crazy to me. Like, on the court, they're the second best, they have the second best offense of the league, third best defense. Off the court, I mean, these, they're terrible.
3: <laughs>
2: and it's like, this, watch him yesterday against the Clippers, I mean, he scored like every point in the second half, or he passed. And like, you can't do anything about him. Like, he can post up, he can drive from the top of the key, like, as if he is Giannis. Um, or he'll just shoot a jumper and he'll he'll make it. He'll make it from three. And then if you try to double him, he sees over everyone. He's like if Larry Bird was playing center and was like seven feet tall. Like, I just don't get it. It's crazy. So yeah, he's got to be my pick for most outstanding uh or lead actor, or whatever. There you
0: go. All right, so we got two Yoke, two Serbian ices and one duo one eighty. Duo one eighty Serbian
2: ice. We love it. <laughs> Bro, the big man is back the big
3: man what? is
0: big man connecting. is back yeah we talked a lot about that last year on our podcast about the big man uh being back so check that out if you don't uh, if you've ever seen that but uh next we're gonna go outstanding comedy series no we're not talking about tv shows we're talking about <laughs> national basketball association we have I, i'm gonna I, i'm just gonna let you do it because these, these, okay. I, I, I gotta give you credit where credit is due i can't i can't i can't take the credit for this
1: it's cool it's cool i appreciate it so like daniel said we have a first um, a day in our Lakers. Number two, <laughs> Benjamin David Simmons. Number three, Kevin Porter. Pull out the arena, Junior.
2: And just <laughs> the Rockets four. in general.
1: <laughs> the Rockets. <laughs> Number four, the Kings. Number five, <laughs> Anthony Ant Man Edwards. Just for being his goofy ass self, we love him. So yeah, outstanding comedy series. These are all really good ones, mm-hmm. but
0: I'm gonna have to go with. Hold on, let me with Benjamin David Simmons. No, you thought Ooh. I was gonna pick Lakers. No, I'm <laughs> gonna pick know. Ben Simmons because I think it's. Uh, you know, I, I'm a big believer in mental health, but he's obviously just making it up. He's no, o- he's obviously if if, if if he comes out and says says oh like you know my mental health isn't great and it was like oh like 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 feel better we understand and then he says i'm not playing unless i get uh, i get traded like uh, of course like uh, what do you mean by that? i understand being like professional athlete it's really hard the fans are really tough on you and i understand that mental health is really important but you can't use it as an excuse to get traded to say i want out i feel like i would respect him more if he just says i want out because you know what the city of philadelphia they don't want you so i think it was just absolute comedy that he <laughs> i think the the funniest part about uh, this whole situation is, is the fact that Kyrie is now playing and he is not.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so true. So for that reason, Benjamin David Simmons is my uh,
2: the winner of the Outstanding Comedy Series. Dude, one week ago we could have looked bad cuz we could have put Kyrie on the list but no this man <laughs> saved him <laughs> himself. himself. part time I- players looking like the new <laughs> i don't know like something cool
0: hey Kyrie going back to back to work and uh, now now Sim- he, he grants simmons a a, a shiny old uh, basketball Emmy so good for him
1: <laughs> yo that's that's real that's real mvp behavior right there kyrie it's beautiful oh my goodness man Look, i want start- to about Ben Simmons, my dude, maybe sad, but and it's also like honestly, you gotta eliminate some of these people because like the Rockets, like they're just retooling. And Kevin Porter Jr. <laughs> he has known anger issues. It's entertaining, but it's, it's it's just expected. It's not just
2: him though; it's also Christian Wood playing like a poor man's Demarcus Cousins <laughs> for the King when he was on the Kings. Yeah, <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
1: uh, and that's another choice. The Kings, the Kings, are just the Kings. Uh, and Anthony Edwards is honestly just the best choice in any year going forward. But I will go a day in our Lakers because of the GM.
3: But GM, (laughs) GM
1: said, give me, he said, Buddy Heald. He said, Damian Lillard. He said, Damian Lillard not leaving. Buddy Heald be tweaking. I'm finna get me a real shooter called Westbrook. (laughs) (laughs) So, oh my God, I'm going to date our Lakers because if y'all do not know, the last game against the Pacers, Pacers, I said Pacers, my gosh, the Pagans, the Pacers, I mean. So, it's it's 10 o'clock, y'all. Give me a break. So, what happened was that Frank Vogel, he says at the press conference that he was given the green light by the organization to bench Russ when needed, and that is actually what happened in that game. Down the stretch, Russell Westbrook was nowhere to be seen. <laughs> Lakers still lost. But goddamn, bro. What the fuck, man? Lakers are – it's a day in our Lakers every day, man. This is bad, <laughs>
2: That's yeah, I got to I gotta, I gotta vote for them, too. <laughs> I got to hand them the word, to, Because, I mean, we're saying, oh, yeah, East has taken this leap. They have. Some teams have gone better. But a lot of that's because the Lakers, who are supposed to be this dominant team, just are trash. So, like, mm-hmm. you go from being a, a one, number one le- type level team to being, like, a completely mid-team. And LeBron's still out here trying to say, oh, no, we're going to get better. Dude, you've been saying that since the first day of the season. I'll believe when I see it, <laughs> all right? Yeah,
3: it's just
2: a big big fail.
0: (laughs) Yeah, honestly, like, I want to just, you know, spice it up a little bit. But I think the Lakers definitely have made me laugh the most. But I think the Simmons situation in general is is just as funny. But it didn't make me laugh as much. It was was honestly quite sad, to be honest.
1: (laughs) Constant drama. Constant drama. I, I do yeah. Think oh, we should have given. I don't. I don't think the Emmys
0: has like a drama, but yeah. Oh, honestly, that would be yeah. the, that would be that would have. Oh, that would have been so elite. Yeah. Yeah. But. Oh my God. Ah, tough. Um. Outstanding supporting actor. Right. This is a player who you know he, he doesn't have the lead role, but but he shines in his supporting role, and we want to recognize him for that. So uh,
1: options, Calvin. Our options number one: Jaron Grizzly Jackson Jr. Number two, Jared Fro Allen. Number three, Lonzo Big Balls. Number four, <laughs> Draymond Donkey Green. And number five, Camera Johnson. Cam Johnson from the Phoenix
3: Suns. Ooh.
0: I think this is the hardest one to pick from out of all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go with... I think when you're looking at supporting actor, you have to look at how has that team fared so far? Yeah. So I'm going to go with Alonzo Big Balls, um, is hey! a supporting actor. Hey, I think, he's, hey. I think he's, his his career arc is really important when answering yeah. this question because he, you know he got the, with the Pelicans. You know you have, of course, his father is a, you know, a large figure in the media, and uh, and so not great three point shooter, uh, and obviously improved year after year after year finally goes to a new team, the fresh start. Um, and they've been just tearing it up this year. Of course, the Rosen and Levine, you'd say, are like the two stars. And Lonzo's right behind, and he's a main reason. Getting up his three-point percentage, more assists uh, than, uh, than ever. Um, as you can tell, I didn't do very much research for this. But <laughs> I just think that you have to look at how the team has fared since this player has gotten um, to their team or yeah. has played better. And so for, for that reason, I'm going to go Lonzo Big Balls with the award.
1: Honestly, to speak to, to Daniel's choice, too, is that uh, Lonzo's inclusion, um, just being in the backcourt list, the Bulls really just get out and run. Like he'll see things in transition. Other guys just won't. And he'll throw those passes, he'll throw those dots. The spacing helps you excel with a De- DeMar DeRozan. As a as a secondary creator, more more so, I mean, secondary creator for others around him, so he can just focus on scoring, and he has that floor spacing guard posted up um, on the corner or on the wing. So I like it. I, I like it, and I, and I like how you know big balls roll off your tongue. But I think Jared fro Allen
3: oh, is just
1: one. defensive stalwart. Um, like bro, if I'm driving in paint, I. I see Evan Mobley on my hip. I'm like, all right, whatever. I'm gonna hook my hand in. I'm gonna draw this foul. Then I see Jared Allen come over and he just like swallows my shot. Like I can't get off the floor. Like his head is at the rim. My head is at another rim. And it's just bad for me. You know what I mean? So I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Jared Allen's my boy. He's just he's been amazing uh for that Cavs team, averaging career high points, um, and just being a monster, of course, defensively and on the glass.
2: Yeah, that's pretty crazy. I mean, Jared, what can we say about Jared Allen? I mean, I feel like everyone just kind of thinks of Jared Allen as, like, a solid player, but kind of like this joke almost. Like Maybe it's because of his afro. I don't know. Maybe it's because he's been on, like, <laughs> bad teams. But
0: he also cause he gets dunked on a lot, or at least he used to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: But just, like, I don't know why, but he's just really good. <laughs>
1: so He's so solid,
2: man. I know. He's, like, sneakily solid. Mm-hmm. He's just good. Um... I'm going to go with, I like both of your picks. Um, I was going to say, uh, I'll shout out Draymond, but I don't pick him, though. <laughs> A little sneak <laughs> um, there There's some crazy, like, he's playing really good defense, like, defense player of the year candidate. And, like, the shooting numbers, when he's on the court for Curry, just go through the roof. But then when he's Oof. not, it's, like, kind of... You know, that's kind of contributing to Steph not being so great this year, or at least not the same level that we've been consistently seeing him at year in and year out. Um, but I'm going to pick Jaron Jackson. Um, and he's just been a beast. Like the Grizzlies, everyone has leveled up. Josh leveled up. This man's leveled up. And I think for all this, I think ever since this dude just got drafted his rookie season, everyone's been like, Oh, this dude could be like a unicorn. He could shoot threes as a center he's seven foot he could guard guards on the pick and roll, and he could and he's big and then for the past like three or t- two or three years I's like, oh, but he actually can't rebound, he can't score in the paint, and he fouls a lot, and he's actually not that good at center but this year when they play small ball, they consider it small ball with him, um, but when he's played center, they finally have a positive net rating when he's on the court. What yeah. does that tell me? This man finally leveled up. Like, he finally is playing dope. the defense. He can finally, he shuts down people in the pick and rolls. He still fouls a lot. He fouls a lot. But, like, blocking shots at the rim, altering shots at the rim, just like snuffing out pick and rolls, switching on guards on the perimeter. Like, this dude has been doing it all. And Memphis' defense, like, a lot of that is because of him. It's not because of John ja Morant. It's because of him. So, in terms of supporting roles, I feel like he's done a, a really good job. So, shout out to him. Big shout out.
0: Good. There we go. We got an uh, outstanding supporting actor. We got one Jaren uh, Grizzly Jackson Jr., one Jare Fro Allen, one Lonzo Big Balls um, with a <laughs> shout-out from German Donkey. So Next, we have outstanding improvement, also known as Most Improved Player. Kelvin, give us the nominees.
1: All right. Number one, DeJounte Skinny Penis Murray. Number two, Desmond Bain of My Existence. Number three, Darius garfield Number four, Anthony, not Simmons, Anthony Simons. Number five, Tyreek's Max Contract E. So those are five nominees. And also, disclaimer, I do not know whether St Murray has a, small, has a skinny penis or not. I didn't say small. I said skinny. And he's just a very skinny person. And I liked it. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: I want somebody else to start this one. Because I have a few options in mind. And I don't want to yeah. have to, like, double dip. And I'm willing to pick like two or three different guys. So I want to hear what one of you guys has to say. Just to start.
3: Um,
2: bro, I can't get over this name. This is like <laughs> which one if you're looking for a fantasy team name, you can pick any of these and from oh, any boy. of the wars. Just, just
1: like oh my gosh. Honestly um, yo, I think uh, if you don't mind, Sean, I I, I feel pretty it, good about it. yeah. I feel pretty good about this pick. The thing is, like the most underrated because you kind of – Desmond Bain looks good. Uh, DeJounte Murray has, you know, been on the uh, – has been on the increase. He's got, you know, endorsements by LeBron, other guys. Uh, uh, Darius uh, Garland, almost called him Garfield. <laughs> he was – he he looked solid last year. Um, and Tyrese Maxey, I love him a lot. But I'm most intrigued by Anthony Simons because his development, right, also think about the context – his development, does that help? How much do you think that really helps the Portland Trailblazers? A lot. Especially since they're trying to do that Warriors year where they tank and get a top top five draft pick, which shit they, they really might do. So if Anthony Simons makes someone like CJ McCollum even more expendable, not even more expendable, it makes him expendable. This man is averaging in his last, like, 10 games, it was easy averages of around 18, four assists, which, you know, ain't too high but he is still a score first guard. And this man is shooting an insane, like, I think he's attempting eight threes a game. He's really chucking it and he's making these shots. So I'm most surprised by Anthony Simons. There's always someone who you saw could could get to that level. But now that he's really doing it, um, not saying that he's going to take over for game, just saying that he provides an outlet for a terrible front office um, and a hit for a terrible front office, honestly. So his 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 development is, is super huge and it's it's the improvement I am most like outstanding by if you if you'd say that. <laughs>
0: you know, what's... I I didn't, I didn't uh, do you want to go?
2: No, you got it. I was okay. just going to say yeah. Anthony Simon's like you all these dunk contests going you think like wow these guys are never going to be anything. <laughs> and <laughs> this are really improved. He really doing anything.
3: That's a good
0: point. Yeah. I I want to say, hasn't he? Like you said, he's broken out as of late, right? He kind of mm-hmm. started the season off a little slow
2: and then picked it up. Yeah, because Dame's been out, so he's just been. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He's-
0: yeah, that's that's why. Like, I was really intrigued by that, but I ended up picking it um, because of the smaller sample size. I think the guy who has the largest sample size, also the best player on his team, I'm gonna go with. Oh, because Bain and, and Garfield are two really really good picks, but I I'll go with Dejounte <laughs> Murray. <laughs> The, what you want me to say the
1: name? No, no, no. It just you said Garfield. <laughs> oh, I did. Oh, nice yeah. try. Yeah, he did,
0: so. You got me, you got me on that one. That's so funny. Garland. Yeah. That's good. That's because all oh, I see here on the on the, on our, our screen is Garfield. I didn't even <laughs> see the land. That's actually so good. Um yeah. I'm gonna go DeJounte Murray just because mm-hmm. he's always had that promise, but he's been kind of uh in in the back. Uh, as, as compared to, you know, with all those Spurs players. Um, if, you, if you look at his stats, you know, he's approving he's four points per game, um, uh, assists, three, point, uh, three assists per game. He, he's just been a stud so far this season. I know the Spurs Absolutely. aren't where they want to be, but um, at 17 and 28 and 12th in the West, but they got a young guy who's going to be great for them for years to come. And someone you could build around, and that, and in the you know the post Spurs era, that's gonna be really important when attracting free agents. And um, also, every time that, the both times we played the Celtics, he's just absolutely destroyed us with that floater game. Has been strong as fuck. He's
1: insane, bro. I guess the yeah. Sixers. He dropped like twenty five and three quarters. He was He was wild.
0: Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's he's been amazing so far. I, he, I yeah, I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with him just because. Out of all of these guys, I think his, the, his level of play is the best out of all of these players. Maybe Garland, you could argue, but yeah, I, I like Murray. Good take.
2: And he plays defense too, at all yeah. NBA level. He didn't, <laughs> which I like don't he play If he improved of that offense so and and lost <laughs> his defense, that would have been it. Wouldn't it? Wouldn't have meant anything. But the fact that he's improved his offense and kept the defense,
3: hmm, Double
2: the defense. Chef's kiss. um dang you know i just i looked at the list can i pick someone not on the list i feel like i just failed i feel like i failed because i didn't put this person on the list when i should have since i was gonna vote for them um all these players are good picks i feel like for um if we're gonna pick most improved though like we're handing out the award right now i would say john Morant. i feel like should get it what what nickname should he get Oh, springboard! Here I got springboard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's another yeah, yeah. Maybe let me look on his basketball reference. What does he have? Oh, he has no nicknames. What,
3: what is this? Everyone's what? basketball
2: reference. I saw it Yoke just had like Cookie Monster, Honey Dip. Like he had all these <laughs> weird, weird names. Yeah, I guess. Yo, this is terrible. He needs a nickname, bro. We we got to put it on there, like uh, springboard. <laughs> or uh, I don't know what else could he have? Trampoline. Um... 360 backflip um, poning LeBron I don't know <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think he's probably the most improved or he has the most it's outstanding improvement because <laughs> I think the level up from just like someone who showed potential and like pretty decent player to like an actual like all-star superstar level uh, caliber player I feel like is a kind of a harder leap to make than just from maybe like a bench player to like a really solid starter. And I feel like he's gotten a lot more efficient this year. Like, Absolutely. he's been shooting his three balls. I mean, it's almost like it's kind of ridiculous way he's shooting right now um, compared to previously in the last couple of seasons. Um, touch around the rim, just everything gone better. Um, and then he's been a lot more efficient. And honestly, like, you can pick any advanced stat. I'm going to give, like, shares for an example. Like, his first two years, 3.8, 3.2. Um, this season here, he's already at four. And that's in half basically half the games played so i know that's not exactly how it works like he's not doubled the level of player that he was but in some ways he is because like going from someone who can drop 30 in a given night to someone who's gonna actually drop 30 or 28 or 25 or whatever it is every single game against good defenses like if you watch him against that warriors game like we were talking about just so much better before everyone could just sag mm-hmm. off him, and now it's like he's figuring out he's figuring it out you know um, so I, I, he'd be my pick. I mean,
0: anytime, anytime a guy goes from just like the best player on their team to bona fide MVP candidate, you kind of have to consider it. Uh, yeah. so I kind of see, see what you're saying, but, uh, I, yep. Yeah, he wasn't on the list, but he was on the, uh, lead actor list. So that's an, that's an interesting take. Uh, and yeah, his three pointer. Uh, yeah. Everyone that was, that was really his downfall last year was his inability to make threes and people sag right. off him. And now that he's gotten better at that, of course, he's, he's almost tried to like kill himself, you know, trying to dunk the ball. But, um, <laughs> but now yeah, that he added that, thing,
2: right? <laughs> I feel like yeah. if he gets injured again, maybe he didn't, maybe he didn't improve. <laughs> maybe, Maybe. Like, uh, oh. We're hoping that doesn't happen, but I'm
1: telling you, bro, if he, if he doesn't, if he doesn't like, just keep this level of three point shooting, it's going to be one day in the future. Like uh, Westbrook on the wizards. Hey, I'm limiting your dunks this year. If you dunk it, <laughs> You doing suicides. So yeah. I just hope he keeps he keeps shooting at this clip at, or better. That'd be great for him.
2: Word. And his even his at the rim percentage he's shooting it like he's a big man, like 65% or something, 70%. Like it's crazy. crazy.
0: Sir. Last one. Last one here. Outstanding organizational practice. Calvin Luitas nominees.
1: All right. <laughs> The first option, Cleveland, this is for you, Cavaliers. Second option, Chicago, run with the Bulls. Third option, Golden State of Mind Warriors. The fourth option is the Memphis T Grizzlies. And the fifth option is the Miami Overheat. That was lame, but I don't fuck with Miami. Anyways, uh, what are we thinking, y'all? Which What organization has been the most outstanding in terms of their preparation and execution this this year?
2: you go ahead john it should have been the miami hero no i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) he really he really fell off um organizational practice i would say i gotta pick the caps just because i really i really never thought there would be like a solid team (laughs) (laughs) i just always thought there would be like middle of the i don't know not even like probably like I didn't think they were going to make the playoffs. I, didn't, I thought they were just going to be bad. I thought they were going to be bad forever. I've seen them be bad. It seemed like the only time they were ever good is when LeBron was on the team or when, like, I don't know, Mark Price was on the team. Um, like in the 90s. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. But they're They're a really good team. <laughs> they're a good team. They're a solid team. And one, thing, the reason, one of the reasons I'm picking them um, is just because the lineup of having Jarrett Allen, Evan Moby, And Laurie, Markkinen, all in at the same time, and have it actually work, they're like... They're crazy. (laughs) It's it's crazy to me. How does that happen? They're playing three bigs. Like, their offense looks (laughs) looks terrible, honestly, when they're on the court. But the defense, like, since they have three seven-footers, it just works. Like, Evan Mobley and Jared Allen are mobile enough to, like, kind of, like, cover up the perimeter. And then, like, at the rim, no one's scoring at them at the rim. And then every rebound is theirs. Honestly, like... I used to think small ball is all that and this has made me push back a little bit because seeing something else work is really cool and just having the balls to try as their coach is like honestly he's a beast so yeah I got to go with them.
1: yeah
0: I think the the Cavs is a great answer I'm actually gonna go with Memphis um, I don't know I feel like like they just you know came out of nowhere all the way up to that three seed in the in, in the West and I'm looking at the stats for their players like You know, they got four guys over 16 points a game with Jackson, Bain, Dylan Brooks hurt right now, but uh, we'll come back, and uh, Jean Morant. And then they don't have anyone that rebounds in double figures. It's really been a team effort this year. Steven Adams has nine per game. Nobody else really, you know, five, six is the next closest. It's really been a team effort for them so far this year. They played at an insanely high level this last, uh, you know, couple of weeks to, to a month. Um, and I, th- I really have to hand it to them because, yeah. you know, last season they were all the way at the eighth seed, pro- you know, projecting to be a top four seed and in- in hosting uh, those first two games in the playoff series, assuming everything, you know, goes right. But, they, it, you know, everything's just kind of turned to gold there in Memphis. And it's been kind of uh, very exciting to see.
1: Yeah, honestly, I, I really like both, both of y'all picks. Um, I'm going to go a little different, though. Honestly, I feel like – just like the 4D chess that we saw in play, where it's kind of fell on their laps, but it was still executed well nonetheless. I'm going to go with the Golden State of Mind Warriors because, yeah. that yes, they have the old generation, the old championship vets, right? Clay Thompson came back. God bless his legs. He's out there running around <laughs> and shit. <laughs> out there, first game back, posterizing people and shit. God damn it. Yo, Clay Thompson wild. But what I'm saying is that not only did the the vets you know they were there was a stretch couple these uh, last few years they've been injured Steph Curry even had an injury bug Draymond Green he was remember when it was just Draymond Green and everyone else and bums Draymond <laughs> Green quit after like 30 games <laughs> He was tired of that shit bro um so what i'm saying is like uh you know they've been missing guys um their vets and through that process they found like these diamonds in a the rough. They found a Jordan Poole. Kevon Looney has gotten even better, even more comfortable in being a, a, like a, a capable uh big man. He's not he's not you know too old. Um they were able to draft a James Wiseman who hasn't panned out yet, but is only in his second year, right? He's coming off injury. They were able to to snap two uh first round picks, uh given the uh D'Angelo Russell and their own draft pick. So it's it's just insane to see how you know Kuminga is so intrigued. He's such an intriguing prospect. He's he's long, um, quick, <laughs> able to dribble, chill.
2: <laughs> he's long. And, he's strong.
1: <laughs> I like it. And Moses Moody is is of course your t- your typical three and D uh, guy that you want to see more flashes out of. But um, this is like a Warriors retooling thing that. NBA front offices are going to want to do in the future. If your key guy's injured, say a Damian Lillard, just develop them young guys, call up the, the players from the G League, see who uh, deserves reps and who can actually be a, a decent player going forward, and then rock out. Try to get a top 10 pick and keep adding young talent, a young core with, a, with vets going on as they mature. Either you're going to have really good contention or they are going to learn some core lessons in playoff defeats that hopefully challenge those young players who you believe in, who you've given all those reps to, and who you invested those resources in. So I think the Golden State of Mind Warriors—it's um, another reason why they're second in the West—that they just able to bounce back, and everyone's everyone's not having fun because Warriors fans are obnoxious, man. But facts, th- exactly. But the front office has been making good moves. We got We got to say this
0: very very good point also every time they play the sun seems like it's a close game um and that's like seemingly to be a western Con- obviously things change but the two best teams in the western conference um that would be a, a fantastic matchup to see late in uh in in may
2: okay, All right, this is what happens when we give out awards it just becomes a love fest <laughs> we, gotta, See, we gotta go back but, to hating on people just, yeah i was gonna
1: say just think about what we did for an hour
0: with all those nfl teams we need to we need we need a balance there needs to be a <laughs> successful balance in life <laughs> i think i think we achieved that pretty well so that was the nba mid-season awards Feet the emmys uh we hope you enjoyed that and uh i don't that's all we got on the agenda uh, all we got on the agenda that was almost two hours
3: god
1: damn it i'm sorry
2: yeah you can go back to bed you can go back to bed so much (laughs) back into hibernation
1: (laughs) bro i'm not waking up until 9 a.m bro holy shit bro (laughs) get good 11
2: hours of sleep
1: you know something like like, something like all
0: right well we'll
1: let you let you guys go
0: um thank you so much for listening of course you can listen to this apple spotify um we hope you enjoyed and uh we will see you next week we'll be Recapping the divisional round, previewing a uh, championship game, of course, the NBA as well. Uh, but uh, other than that, uh, peace. See you guys next time. Bill 180. Peace.